we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up! You, know, you guys really are like the hip-hop early morning, late night talk show. Breakfast Club is the most powerful, popular, urban radio show in America. Live from the black mothership in New York City, it's DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. It's different, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know what y'all talking about. Thank you, y'all. Be blessed, I love y'all. Collectively known as... Breakfast Club, bitches! I'm always nervous when I do the Breakfast Club because sometimes you say stuff and it's just gonna get you in trouble. Oh. All right. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 y
Yes, it's Thursday. We got our guest co-host with us, Lauren LaRosa. Welcome back. Good morning, everybody. How that you really feeling? wakes me up every time you do that. How it's, are you, Lauren? I'm doing great. I'm Good. so happy to be back. I'm so happy to have you back because this man uh, over here, Rashawn, has been struggling all week reporting all these breakup stories. Even though he loves to do it. I don't. I saw you pull out the fan. You got your fan today? Oh, my God. No, I'm not. My fan's retired when you're here. Well, I mean, you can still fan because it's a lot going on today with some stuff. I'm glad you got it and not me. Yeah, it's a little heat today. You might need that fan. It was so difficult yesterday reporting that Kim K. When he called you Rashawn, I was like, that's a little crazy. He called me, yeah. But it's the truth, though. And then when the mics go off, he goes, you don't think Odell and Kim is a good couple? I'm like, I don't care. Lauren, do you really think that? Like, Do you think my head would move like that? Why do you think Jeezy and Jenny Mott broke up? I don't know. I don't no, care. it's not true. That's it, a lie. That is shot, a lie. Is that what you said in the group chat? Like, you, you shot that out? Like, yes. No, no, that's a lie. Yes, no, that's a lie. Close. That, that, that is a, If you believe him. You really don't want to talk about this? No, I don't want to talk about this. Okay? So I'm happy you're here, Lord. How you feel about Jeannie and Jeezy, though? Like, were, were you rooting for them? Now you got somebody to talk to about it. Go ahead. Was I rooting for them? Yes. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I like Jeezy. Jeezy. Exactly. I love Jeezy. Jeezy's the homie. If he's in love, he's in love. I, I root for anyway. All my friends do. Love. I love love. Well, I'm so not, sorry to Ask Charlamagne that. I don't care. Jeezy. Oh, what do you mean? Jeezy, were you reading, rooting for Jeezy in Genuine? Rooting? Yeah, like, did you want them to, you know, people were like, oh my God, we never seen him like. Listen, man, I want everybody to be happy. See? So if you find somebody that you love and that person loves you, I want you to be happy. That doesn't sound genuine, but. Well, that's a, that's a, you, didn't ask, you asked me a specific question. I answered it specifically. That's about question. black love. Okay, ask me that. Oh, I love seeing black people with black people. I love seeing a black man with a black woman, but that's a whole different conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Know? All right. Yeah. Well. But you. I'm not rooting against you if you're an animal. Bring that, that, this morning, bring that fan on out. I didn't start no trouble. I'm just, look, I'm just back in, you know, Shauna. Uh-huh. Come on, Get it Shana, going. Go. Come on, What Shana. does it say? Is there breakups today? Hey, it's wrong with me. Not, I just look like this. There's not breakups, but there are, there are some, like, relationship-ish okay. things that are we're going to talk about. The, the world is talking about it, so we're going to talk about and it. And we well, can't wait. Nope. I'm minding my business. Well, Lauren LaRose is here, and she got the rumors this morning. I'm so grateful to see you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for having me. All right. We got front page news when we come back. Tesla and Figaro will be joining us. So don't move. Don't go anywhere. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's let it breathe, guys. Let's let it breathe. This is a hostile and working environment. Lauren LaRosa, you come up here with Don't venom. blame me. I you didn't do anything. Venom. I came here with love, peace, and blessings. And that's, a, that's, how, that's how we should always lead. Don't put price tags on people. Don't judge people. I don't. No, people don't know don't. what we're talking about, guys. But I'm just talking yeah, about in general. I know. I, you know how I get out of Charlemagne. All so right, but let's start it. Tesla Figaro's here. Front page news. Good morning. <laughs> let me just start off with a little bit of sports. My Giants play tonight at 8.15 Eastern time. They play the 49ers. Uh, Saquon Barkley uh, won't be playing today because of the ankle injury. Yeah, y'all getting washed tonight. Guaranteed. You can put money on that one. Mm. Guaranteed. You can put money. What's the, what the, what the number in Vegas? What's, what's, what's the over-under? I don't know what the over-under is. Look see. Go ahead. You look so hurt. Because he's just starting like he that. He just loves so, to just, hurt you. Huh? Yeah, he loves to hurt me. And you stick around for it. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Well, let's jump right into it. Um, let's talk uh, what's going on with the migrants, Tesla. What's up? But good first of morning, all, good morning. Everybody. Y'all started in hot. Yes, good morning. <laughs> this is a behind-the-scenes conversation with me. Good right. morning, DJMV. Good morning, Lauren. Good morning, Charlemagne the God. Peace, Ted. Well, yeah, uh, last night I stayed up late. Uh, I wanted to make sure we got this story on the 6 o'clock. For a second night, dozens of protesters rallied uh, um, outside of Island Shores Senior Center uh, on Staten Island, which is now housing about 15 asylum-seeking families, mm-hmm. bringing signs that read America First. And protesters said they did not want the city to send uh, these families to the residential neighborhoods. Uh, they said that we should be helping our own people first. But Wednesday's demonstration was tame compared to the night earlier when 10 people were arrested 
including for insulting a police officer, assaulting a police officer. So let's listen to the story and what the Biden administration did about it last night. I think everyone's really angry. The migrant crisis has reached uh, apocalyptic proportions financially for our city. Staten Island only has 2% of the asylum seekers. And as you can see, other boroughs are doing their best to ensure that they continue supporting and being a welcoming borough. As they rallied Wednesday, the Biden administration announced it will grant temporary protected status to Venezuelans who came to the U.S. before July 31st of this year. That will expedite work authorization for about 472,000 Venezuelans seeking asylum in the U.S., including up to 60,000 Venezuelans who have come to New York in the past year. And the president is finally taking actions that should have been taken um, more than a year ago. Listen, man, these humans uh, from Venezuela looking for a better life deserve that because they are God's children. But if you don't understand Americans looking around and saying, wait a minute, we got a homeless problem here in America. We got veterans who fought for this country who are homeless and y'all doing this for them. You know, I mean, doing this for the Venezuelans. But what about what about the, the homeless veterans? But if you don't feel them, if you don't understand them feeling a way about that, then you don't understand life. Well, not even that. They're cutting a lot of the programs to make sure that they can afford the housing and food for the migrants, which is is hurting a lot of programs for people that live here. Mm -hmm. and, and the thing is, if you look at the fact that they'll send 20 billion dollars and 20 million dollars to all these other countries, but they have to cut programs here that we already don't have money for, whether it's, you know, uh, I think it was community programming. It was uh, programming to get people off the streets. It was, it was gun violence mm -hmm. programs, whatever the programs are, they have to cut here. But you see uh, the government sending billions of billions and billions of billions yeah, of dollars man. to help these other nations. Yeah, I would feel mm -hmm. the way as well. But hasn't that always been an issue for us, though? Us, like, taking care of outside first? Yeah, that's yes. why people be screaming America first. Yeah. It works. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, and uh, I'm glad you guys brought up that point and Mayor Adams uh, saying the opposite because they're they're saying, you know, this is all about, hey, if they want to work, let them work. But just like you guys mentioned, it's much deeper than that. It's not just about people just want to work. It's about taking, um, like you said, a lot of those benefits. So Mayor Adams is on board with this. He said that uh, these folks want to contribute to the American dream and we need and they need to find a pathway to do so. So, you know, two things can be true at the same time. You know, give people that opportunity to work. And, and that's one of the arguments that they're saying, Charlemagne, they're saying that in order so they won't keep draining uh, these programs, let's give them a job. But how do we know, you know, that they'll get the job? Where are they going to get these jobs? Or is it just giving temporary status? You know, just for the sake of doing it. So this temporary status is supposed to last for about 18 months, allegedly. We'll see if that happens and they can apply until March 2024. So let me toss that back to you guys. Do you I think that these these folks will be going straight into employment and getting off these programs or what? Yesterday, I gave uh, I had twenty one dollars in my pocket. I gave it to a veteran. His, his sign said he was a veteran mm -hmm. and he was homeless. And his sign literally said looking for work. Mm -hmm. That veteran wants a job. He should get it first. Well, let me ask you that. Well, you know, and, and I hate to say this, you know, that's why a lot of people like Trump, because Trump was saying protect home first. America first. Yeah. America yeah. first. And that's why a lot of people were like, OK, I'm arrived for Trump because he was saying America first. But you look at like you said, you look at our veterans and how we treat our veterans. You look at how yep. we treat everybody else out there. And it's like this is pretty sad. It, it feels like a lot of times we take care of other places faster and quicker than we take care of. This looks hypocritical. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. Yep. All right. Well, that is front page news. Tez, we'll see you in a couple of minutes. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Everybody else, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Lauren LaRosa is here. She's our special guest host. Again, 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake up. Wake up. Whether you're mad. 
or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Oh my gosh, I got through. What's up, DJ Envy? Hey, good morning. What's your name? My name is Tia Cooper. What's up, Charlemagne? I'm sorry, I don't know who y'all have on today or if it's just y'all. Now, it's Lauren LaRosa. Lauren LaRosa is on. She's calling from Dubai. That's why she doesn't know. She just called. Hey, I'm good. But yeah, I've been listening, but I had to get off the phone or I'm listening so I could call in. But what's up? What's going on, fam? How you feeling? What you doing in Dubai? I'm actually a teacher out here. I've been teaching here for nine years. What? Oh, People go to school there? Do they got a school there? <laughs> well, well, go, go to Dubai and shop and, and like vacation and, and, and God, take pictures Lord. and I mean I guess so because there was real <laughs> housewives in Dubai. Yes. Okay, all right. That's yeah. how you know. What what uh, what 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 uh, what do you teach? I teach PE actually. Physical education. You teach gym. Yep, I do. Oh, I think you ain't never had a gym teacher, Envy. Boy, y'all, people so oh, judgmental. You know, have, you have you met, like, one of the rich guys there that, like, the flight attendants meet? That's what you care about? Uh, flight attendants? No, I'm actually married, even though I, oh, I do okay, hang around sorry. different people here, some of the locals and things. Like, no, nah, you good, you good. I've been here nine years, so I mingle with the locals and things like that. But, yeah, survive out here, for real. I'm actually coming out there in the next couple of weeks to uh, do a show out there. Oh, DJ Envy, we should link. My husband is a DJ. Y'all should link up. DJ King Cooper. Let me go ahead and shout him out. Okay. Hit, hit, King hit, Cooper. Hit me on the DM. I'll hit King Cooper because I'm going, uh, I think I'm coming out there. And yeah, in the next 30 days, I'll be out there. I'll fly in and out to do a show and come okay, right back. Okay, well, we will be here. We will be here. But I'm so glad that I got through. I don't want y'all to cut me off. I just wanted to um, promote, uh, first of all, my business, if that's okay. Um, I'm a travel influence as well as a teacher. My name on Instagram is at Tia Takes the World. If y'all want to follow me, I share all of my travels. Since I've been living here for the past nine years, I've been able to travel to 40 countries and I love wow. to help other people travel and give insights and tips so um, you can also follow my travel agency uh, it's at take the world travel underscore um, and I help people book travel and things and if anybody out there is looking to go to Dubai I'm actually dropping a trip that I'm hosting next October so make sure you look me up my website is piatakestheworld.com um, but I really wanted to get on here because I have a scholarship program that I'm launching on October 1st and it's for anybody that hasn't had a passport any black American that hasn't had a passport I do it every year um, um, for my birthday in October. Shout out October 20th, Libras in the house. Um, and you can apply for it and I give out free passports. And if anyone has a passport and wants to donate to it, it's called the Miller Morris Project. I have a GoFundMe. Um, the first year that I did it, I was able to give out three passports. And then the next year, I had um, a grant from the Black Travel Alliance. I was able to give out six. And this year, I'm really trying to give out 10 passports. But if you all help donate, then I can give out more. But it's really my mission to help spread travel to the Black community and help other people be able to experience travel like I have. Um, it's just really changed my life. That is That's dope. what I call an elevator pitch. That's that right. right. Give right. the information one more time. <laughs> Slow. No, um, that was long. It, I'm sorry. They got to rewind that. I know TJ will hang up on somebody. Uh, but <laughs> it's will. called the Miller Morris Project. The Miller um, Moore Project. Okay. That, that's all we needed. Miller, Miller Morris Project. Yeah. If you go to my Instagram, you can check out the link in my bio. You can donate. And like I said, applications open up on the 1st of October. So you can apply also. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mama. All right. Appreciate y'all. Have a good day. You too. All right. Get it off your chest. She was ready. She was prepared. She yeah, was like, when I get was. through, I know exactly time. what I'm yeah. doing. 800-585-1051 is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? 
This is Jazz calling from Queens. What's up, Envy? Hey, what's up, Jazz? Get it off Good your morning, chest. Good morning, Charlemagne. Peace, Queen. So I was listening to you guys about the allowing um, them in our country. I, I, I agree. I, I don't think that they should be able to come here. I think that they've taken away from us. I think that they lessen our value when it comes to the work. I think everybody hates Trump. I love Trump. I want Trump back. And I'm black. I, I feel like Trump was for America. And I think other people seeing it different because they're not listening to what Trump's saying. They take the money out of our pockets. We can't get jobs with good pay and benefits because we have them coming here working for less pay and no benefits. And employers like that. Employers are going to take that. They can work under the table. We can't do none of that. And I feel like we have it more hard out here and we're from America. We don't have the resources for other people get to come here and build up. We don't get to go to other countries and do that. So I wish that we, we would cut down on that. Yeah, if America really was the, the, the place that it proclaims to be and we had our stuff together as far as like, you know, the homeless in our streets and, you know, our veterans, you know, actually having stable incomes and not being homeless and having work, then I wouldn't have no problem with them helping other people. But our backyard is filthy. That's right. Yeah. We got to clean up our backyard. For right. I don't feel like Trump is the answer. I just think that we need to just get better at what we do. In the house, in the crib first. I agree. But that's what I said earlier. I said that's the reason why a lot of people like Trump, because they felt like he took care of home first. Hey, he, he screams America first. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that, though. I believe that he cares about Trump first. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Hello, who's this? It's Jim Super calling from Charleston, South Carolina, downtown. 843, baby. 843, you already know what's happening, my brother. What's up, Big Charlotte from that corner? What's up, Big Monk? You already know. You said Big Munch? Big Munch. I won't tell you, I won't get off my chest today. I'm from downtown Charleston, you know what I'm saying? 843 Medical University Hospital, Burke High School. You already know. I'm a roper baby, you already know. I like the Big Munch. All right, Big Munch. Big Monks. Nah, I like Big Munch. All right, James, talk to me. Munch Corner. All right, I'm going to tell you what's going to get off my chest. The Ds, the new drivers. I had drivers in back in the day. I can't stand the new drivers. Man, they stay at the green light. For 20 minutes after the right turn green, when they say you can make a right turn, not from the center lane, nobody moves. I hate Charleston drivers. They need to get drivers there back in school. Earl Brown, but my drivers there, teacher. Get these drivers, these phones, get them out the doggone cars. People need to go, people need to go to work, people need to get to the airport, people need to listen to Charlemagne. You know, we ain't got time for people sitting at the green light. Green mean go. Bro, you got to calm down. Why the green light 20 minutes? Why the green light 20 minutes? You got to calm down, bro. I was going to say, what's different down there? Let us know. No, right. Calm down, bro. You, you Man, The munch ain't going nowhere. I think yeah, you about got... the South as like, just, you know, relax Easy. and everybody. Yeah, yeah. you, this is different. Uh, no, man. Going down to that there, airport, they, they're moving down there, but they ain't looking at the lights. Everybody on their phone, the Uber drivers, they're catching. They're like, you blowing your horn. Then they get mad. Everybody won't get out and start fighting because they're blowing the horn. The light's been green for 10 minutes. I think you need to move to New York. It sounds like that's the driving energy no, you, you don't. need. No, you don't. You want people, no, 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 you no. Want people not stopping and honking and just not and just walking when they want. Man, you ain't never been on Montague Avenue trying to get to the airport to see Charlemagne. You must have been to the airport. International Boulevard is a mess. No, it oh is. Well, it think about a big munch. Hey, peace, my brother. No, you the big munch. South Carolina is the third fastest growing state. Okay, in America. Well, it was in 2022. Mm. Just want to throw that out there. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way. Give us a little tease, Lauren. Yes, we are going to be talking about Kenneth Petty. Um, And there are reports out right now that he is going to have to serve house arrest following that video that he put out looking for offset. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest co-host Lauren LaRosa with us this morning. And let's get to the rumors. Lauren LaRosa. So I've been here for a little bit. I've been here for a little bit. Move out the way. Tell me. 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 Yes, we did. You yeah, did come in yeah, You came in spicy this morning. You we, a little spicy. I'm glad you're here, like I said earlier, because I was so sick of hearing Envy <laughs> talk about all these relationship stories, and he wanted me well, to kiki with him. I ain't want to kiki with him. Well, we about, we about to kiki story. a little bit, y'all. About, just a little bit, right? So, Kenneth Petty, who is the husband of Nicki Minaj, you guys remember the night of the VMAs, him and his friends got on Instagram and decided to call out Offset and said they were outside looking for him. It right? was the night of the VMAs? It was, yeah, I think it was that. I think it was the day after. That, it was mm. following the VMAs. Yeah, following okay. the VMAs. Following yep. the VMAs. Um, so let's let's listen to that video first and then we'll get into what happened following that. Big Queen's yeah. sturdy nigga. What's poppin'? What's poppin'? Ah. What's yeah. money, man? What's up? Yeah. What the that, man? Yeah. Huh? You don't know yeah. They said you don't yeah. know that's just ignorant that's just niggas corny lame like there's nothing fly about that type of behavior well i will say now kenneth petty is planning a little vacation of his own at home because uh the judge that uh originally sentenced him to probation in 2022 for failure to register as a sex offender saw this video and said you know what i think you need to do 120 days of home detention probation at home um house arrest because you were making threatening remarks toward a specific individual while in the company of someone with a criminal record duh Reporters are pointing out the fact that that specific individual that he was making uh, those threats at Offset, the husband of Cardi B. So this is a big lesson in stay off the Internet. I mean, dumb is dumb. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. 
Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. But if you're going to do it, definitely stay off the internet because now he finds himself in a situation reportedly where he is about to be looking at 120 days there, there, sitting lot, at home. There's a lot of lessons in this. And, you know, the reality is he earned every bit of this because you had the audacity to be acting like that on the FBI's internet. You're 45 years old. you already on probation. You have a crazy criminal record already. And you telling somebody to plan their funeral online? Like you begging to go to prison. And it's incredible to me that all these street dudes have let the internet make them forget street rules. Number one, you should have been let go of all the childish ways of the street, first and foremost. That's number one. But number two, I remember a time when folks wouldn't talk about any dirt over the phone. Now y'all recording yourselves in Listen. 4K and posting it online? Listen, and, and, and another thing too is, is, is God forbid something were to go down, right? And something oh, happens man. to anybody. They're going right this to is the all documented. Yeah, like, this is all documented. This is, I, I don't know. I, part, I, I never understood the whole I'm going to talk online I'm going to talk on live it makes no sense you're, you're, you're doing the work for the police but then you don't like snitches but you're self-incriminating yourself and what? you're the husband of <laughs> Nicki Minaj, Minaj who is man. one of the biggest not, that's not even talk about rap one of the biggest celebrities in the world if you don't have respect for yourself at least have respect for your wife and who she is because yeah, you're an extension I, of her brand like, I, at least don't make her look crazy I and really, you got a child like come on man grow up and so cute Papa Bear so cute I, I hate to see this though but and what part of law enforcement has social media too don't y'all understand <laughs> what part of law enforcement has social media too don't y'all understand right. no, and, and they move everything. fast dude, dude, when I say everything when you steal a car and then you post hey I'm driving in this oh, car they God. see all of it they I know when you post a gun yes. they see all of it they just jot it down and just I think I'm in the wrong field man cause I like to laugh I know law enforcement be having a ball looking at these niggas Dying, right? <laughs> got another one. Got another. You believe what they? Can look you what believe this? Look, look, look at this one. Look, look at this okay, guy. Look at this seventy guy. years and old. And we didn't have to run and chase him. Yeah, as I'm saying, imagine being 70 mm. years old in law enforcement, how hard they used to have to work. Now they probably just sitting back they like, hate, they, they, they hate on the young boys. Oh, y'all just get on that Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> All y'all do is get yeah, on that Instagram. Y'all never had to do no real detective work. We, <laughs> we, had, we used to have to do real detective but that, work. They, they, like you said, they ain't got to chase him. They'll just pin the phone to see where you at. Oh, he had his mama house. we get him later on. That, like, it's that they simple. don't even got to pin it because you probably <sighs> posted up at the mama house like, yeah, and I'm still outside acting on the homies. Man. Tagging the brain that you wear. <laughs> Cops out here treating uh, arrest warrants like C-sections. Oh, we'll go get him. We, we know what time he's. <laughs> we know what time it's 3 o'clock Monday. He's going to be at his mama's house. We're going to pick him up. Yeah, we're going to be at his mama's yeah, house. Don't worry about he got to pick up his uh, child later Oh, we got him. Yeah, yeah, we got him. Yeah. Where's he at? Oh, oh he's yeah. at his girlfriend's house right now. Don't worry. We got him. Yeah, he's going to the gym. Yeah. He's at the gym at 4 o'clock on Friday. 4 o'clock is at the gym. Yeah, don't worry yeah, about yeah. it. Okay. Well, moving on. Oh, he on. just went live again. 
You got him. Oh, I thought, I thought he was going <laughs> to lie again. Like, oh, really? Oh, <laughs> my God. I was about to say, now he about to come get us next. That's what we got? No, no, no. We're going to move on. We got... Uh, oh, you, you rap, were you rapping already, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. We spent too much time on... Because we were having a good time like the cops are on social media. Exactly. I hate... Oh. Mm. Man, I want right. to I want to come do a ride along with y'all, man, or whatever they call it. I don't. Ride along. I, just I was about to say, I hate that <laughs> I just paralleled us with the police. I don't want to ride along with no cops. I, listen, police officers, bring me in. I just want to sit where y'all sit when y'all watching <laughs> all this in. stuff online. <laughs> when y'all watching all this foolishness online, I just want to be in there you with y'all. Commentary? Please, I'll keep it. I won't tell nobody. I just I just want to see what it look like. I just want to chuckle with y'all. Don't you bring this guy? I feel like the brands need to hit up the, the police officers. They know who really getting engagement on social. I'm with you. This, <laughs> hey, this is Charlemagne the God talking. Lenar McKelvey already know. Y'all probably got me pinned too. Bring me in, man. I want to see what y'all. <laughs> bring me in. Nah, bring me I want to see what y'all doing. I want to laugh yeah, too, bring man. Bring him in. He, wa he wants to sit. He, yeah, he wants I to go behind laugh. the bars. He wants to have a, a bunkie. Don't I bring me laugh. in. I don't no, want to see don't. none of my Shut exes. Jesus, Lauren. It's okay. Let's just move on. Hey, law enforcement, we got one here for you too, <laughs> you got man. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling. All right. I changed my life. Okay. So moving no, saying that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's I, it until yeah. next hour. That's okay. Yeah, Eddie's cutting us off. Mm -hmm. All right. When we come back, front page news, Tesla figure will be back. Don't move. Lauren LaRose is here. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our guest co-host, Lauren LaRosa, here. Oh, and let's man. get in some front page news. Just a, a little heads up. Giants play the 49ers tonight at 8.15 p.m. Let's go, Giants. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I think Vegas said uh, the 49ers, they got the 49ers winning by 10. I think that's the spread. That's how you read those things? I'm going to bet on that game. I think it's. I think they got the 49ers on the Giants. winning by 10. How much? I don't know. Not that much. Put put it up. No, Envy, you said they on a winning streak. Put put your money where your mouth mm -hmm. is. I just want to put it on record. No, I'm, I mean, I'm going to bet a little bit. I ain't betting a lot that's going to change my life. Like, I'm just going to bet a little bit to give me some drinks and some food or something. All right, but let's jump right into it. Let's talk about these uh, House Republicans clash with Attorney General Garland. What happened? Yes, they clashed uh, on yesterday, uh, accusing him and the Justice Department of weaponizing uh, work in favor of President Joe Biden's son, Hunter. Now, Garland is overseeing two cases at the same time, which is historic, uh, one with Donald Trump and the other against the sitting president's son. Now, Republicans on the committee, which is led by Chairman Jim Jordan of Ohio, set the tone with accusations that the Justice Department is favoring the Biden family while targeting uh, Trump. Let's take a listen to Attorney General Garland's response. Because I had promised that I would not interfere with this investigation. The way in to not interfere is to not investigate an investigation. I don't understand what he just said. Yeah, that last <laughs> line kind of got me, Tess. What, what? Nope. He's basically <laughs> saying. <laughs> he went on to say that our job is not to take orders from the president, from Congress, or anyone else about who or what to do with this investigation. I am not the president's uh, lawyer. I am also, he also wants to add that he is not the prosecutor for Congress. The Justice Department wants to work for the American people. So bottom line is, he said he's not interfering. He's not investigating the investigation, which means, you know, he's not getting involved in the investigation. He kept on uh, Weiss, who was appointed by Trump, uh, which is the one that uh, obviously brought the indictment against um, Hunter Biden's son. So basically saying, hey, you know, I'm I'm not interfering. I, I'm letting it letting it happen and play out in the courts as far as Trump is concerned and Hunter Biden. Let me ask you a question. Is Hunter Biden really suing the IRS? Uh, yeah. I That's mean, that does boy. Well, yeah, anybody. Well, anybody can sue the IRS. Anybody can sue. The question is, is it is it actually going to work? 
Yeah, I don't, you know, I, but to go back to the uh, original story, I wouldn't doubt if there is a favor towards Hunter Biden because personally, mm-hmm. I feel like the DOJ uh, only bought charges against Hunter Biden because they bought charges against Trump. So they don't want to look like, you know, these things are political. Right. You know, um, so you're saying favor in a bad way. So what do you mean? Like, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt if there's if there's a favor towards Hunter just period, because I like I said, I feel like they only bought charges against Hunter because they don't want to make it seem like them going after Trump is political. They want to look like they're, you know, uh, uh, equal and fair all across the board. But I mean, the reason I say I wouldn't doubt if there is favor, because you can see just the way the media covers the Bidens versus the Trump's. Is totally mm. different. Like, if this is one of Donald Trump's kids... Oh. Oh, come on, man. It'd be bro. a reality show. <laughs> on, somebody would have created a series on TikTok. What? Front page <laughs> news every day. Right. All the news outlets discussing. Well, not all of them. But at least CNN and MSNBC. But Trump you know. is just more... Like, everything about that side is just a lot more entertaining. Like, there's not a lot of entertainment with Biden and Biden family. Yeah. Well... I, so I'm, I'm just being honest. Biden is very entertaining. I mean, yes, he has a oh, lot, yeah. but it's just different. Like, yeah, Trump reason, would reason, play to it. The reason it. you don't know that they're so entertaining is because the media don't cover them like Correct. That. If the media gave the Bidens and the Hunters and everybody else the same type of coverage and dug into them the way they dig into the Trumps, you'd see how entertaining they actually are. Mm. Hunter Biden out here doing cocaine. He's sleeping with hookers. He's saying the N-word. <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's about to do a they rap album. Come on, man. Wait. No, I'm just saying, he's not doing no rap album. I was about to say, <laughs> not here to hit you up for the, the DJ MVP. <laughs> All right, now let's talk about Amazon. We talked about workers getting jobs, but Amazon is looking to, what, hire 250,000 people? Yeah, this is good for those who uh, want to make a little extra Chris- Christmas cash. I wanted to make sure that you have this story. Uh, they said that they will hire 250,000 full-time and part-time workers for the holiday season. That's a 67% jump since last year. Target also announced that it will be adding 100,000 seasonal roles uh, this holiday. Shout out to Target. That was one of my first jobs. Uh, but Amazon noted that more jobs are available because the company has opened 50 new fulfillment centers, delivery stations, and same-day delivery sites in the U.S. this year. Uh, they said that this will uh, contribute $1.3 billion uh, towards uh, hikes for warehouse and transportation employees, raising the average pay for those roles from $19 to $20.50 per hour. Well, if you're looking to make some extra money during the holidays, Amazon go. and Target got you. That's right. It's right there in your face. You see where they at. 100,000 jobs Target wants to add. 250 Amazon wants to add. Go get you a little extra income for the holiday. There you go. Amazon jobs used to be clutch in college. Yeah? Mm, on the breaks? Yeah, because you could go work and then go back to school. How do you, what do you do? You go work at the factory? Yeah, you go work on the, like, you know, packaging and stuff. And you then, did? like, you could, yeah, I did. You do seasonal work with them. Dope. So you go, I, like, I would go on to my breaks in college. And... Whenever I couldn't do, like, internships, mm-hmm. you go work and then you just go back to school because it's just seasonal. Is it hard to get or you just go there and apply? It's not, as long as you could pass the drug test, it used to be, as long as you could pass the drug test, you was good. You passed the drug test, Lord? I don't do drugs. Oh. I do Allegedly, yeah. How you gonna put Allegedly. that on her? Like you knew yeah. something like, you passed the drug test, Lauren? I know, shoot. And, I, I, and I, I never pump up passing uh, to you. You be the told the whole <laughs> You be told everybody. And, and by the way, um, they, pay, they pay for college tuition. Did you take advantage of that uh, benefit? No, I didn't know that. I, I'm still in debt. Can I get like my? It's too late now. Your payback. Yeah, so, my Amazon reparations. Can <laughs> I get like the back pay? They do that for part time employees. They do that. For I was season? thinking part time, but I know I know it's a benefit. It's the reason why a lot of people go do it. They go work at 4 a.m. and and um you know help unload those trucks, and it's one of the benefits that they advertise. That's why I was asking. Yeah, I doubt I also, seasonal employees get that. I also got fired. probably not the seasonal, got, maybe the full, what, maybe wait, the full time. Wait, 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 we're missing the lead. You I got, got fired. Fi- what yeah. you get fired for? Because you had to, you had to hit certain numbers, and I wasn't hitting them. You missing? You would be late. 
lazy. I was. It, it was tough. Them jobs are not as easy as you think. Mm. But I just wanted it's the a money. Job. <laughs> it's not supposed to be easy. Yeah, how dare they want her to work? How dare they want you to work? How dare they want you to work? You know how hard it is trying to do all that stuff with nails and like it, 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 y'all. I you just probably came it. to work like this. You probably came to work makeup on. I needed heels. the money. That was the one year where I couldn't leave Delaware because I failed a class. Had to do a summer class, so I couldn't do no internships. Mm-hmm. So I just had to figure it out, man. See what they be saying in Barclays saved they, me though. They, Americans don't be wanting to work. See, that's <laughs> 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 they want to work. I just want to be cute too. All right. Well, that is right. front page news. <laughs> Thank you, Tess. Uh-huh. And make sure you subscribe to that Tedlin Figueroa's podcast, the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network and follow at Tedlin Figueroa on all social media platforms. All right, when we come back, Elaine Walteroth will be joining us. You know she's a journalist, editor, author, a television host, and so much more. And we're going to kick it with her when we come back. All right, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club on BET. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building this morning. Yes, indeed. We have Miss Elaine Walteroth. Welcome. Hi, guys. How are you feeling this morning? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. Bless black and highly favored. I love it. So now you're here for our conversation project. Yeah, I love the that conversations name. Conversations project. Yep. Now, what is the conversation project? So the Conversations Project, which is on Hulu, mm-hmm. is basically so it's inspired by the Harlem Renaissance Salon. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, think back to the era when, you know, black intellectuals, academics, entertainers would rub shoulders and break bread and and share ideas in a safe space. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to recreate that on television. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really incredible. It's it's bringing together some of the greatest minds in our culture mm-hmm. um, from every corner of the world. So you have you have artists, you have entertainers, you have we had a black astronaut, wow. um, all coming together to really exchange ideas. And you know you don't have anything like this on television, which mm-hmm. is kind of crazy when you really think about it. It's like how has it taken this long for a show like this to, to come about? But mm-hmm. um, I'm so glad that it did. And we we just talk about everything under the sun that affects our community um, and we talk about it through a black lens and we debate we laugh mm-hmm. we you know we agree we challenge each other and it's really intergenerational it's just a really positive um, nuanced place to have conversations that matter in our culture I feel like it's really very hard of it I'm sorry I, I, mm-hmm. I feel like it's very hard for us to have conversations nowadays I feel like we're all talking at each other instead of two and with each other that part and that's why i think a show like this is so important because it's modeling how to have productive constructive dialogue how to listen how to not react you know defensively um it's really important i think especially in these times that are so divided mm-hmm. it's so divisive um to really give people an example of how you can articulate your point of view and also appreciate and listen to somebody else's point of view and maybe even evolve That's you know right. maybe even mm-hmm. maybe your maybe your perspective might evolve in the process so i think a show like this is so important and for me i always whether i'm writing books or on television i want to create what i think the world needs more of mm-hmm. and i think the world needs more of hard converse examples of hard conversations that are being tackled in a really constructive way i love that because i feel like you know over the last several years we've seen all of these you know topics that we never discussed come to the forefront 
but we're still not having nuanced conversations about them. We're not peeling back layers. We're just telling you, you're trash if you believe this. Right. You're trash if you don't think right. like this. But it's just like, yo, where's the exchange of ideas? So those people that you may not like the way they think about a certain thing, they might evolve on the subject if you just have a conversation about exactly. it. Exactly. And you might evolve. I think mm-hmm. that's the that's the thing is to come to the table with an open mind mm-hmm. and and be willing to listen. I I learned. I my mind was open. You know, I I, I came with an open mind and open heart. I think everybody did. Um, and you know what helped? I forgot to mention this. I can't believe I forgot to mention this. It's a dinner party, so you have yeah. like Michelin mm. star. You know, a Michelin star chef who is giving us incredible food and black owned wines and we are just like so I feel like everybody came in like maybe a little nervous like what's about to happen <laughs> at the table are they gonna there's gonna be there gonna be some gotcha questions mm-hmm. and then everyone just realized it's this is actually a safe space mm-hmm. sip some wine you know you relax your nerves are you know settle a little and we really we we came to the table many of us strangers and we walked away feeling like we had extended community we wow. like a, like a family, right. honestly. So it was it was beautiful, and I hope I honestly hope that it inspires people to have some of these conversations at their own dinner table mm-hmm. with their own friends at their work at their church, like whatever the, the community is that you are a part of. To ha- this is how you can have these conversations, and also invite people over to your house mm-hmm. again. Like we've all been in isolation for so long, and we thrive in community. You know, but we it takes somebody to be intentional about curating the right group, about sending that mm-hmm. invitation, bringing people to creating a safe space and really guiding the the conversation. So I, I really hope that like this is like the return of the dinner party. You who, know, who are some of the people that are, are I know every episode is a different cast. So who are some of the people that are at the table? Yeah, we had a whole wide range of people, like I said, from black astronauts to entertainers to authors, um, athletes. So we had a couple people we had that I really love. Phoebe Robinson, mm-hmm. she's hilarious. Shine, um, Jim Jones, mm-hmm. Ali Love, Roy Wood Jr. Tori Naughton. Tori Naughton, she was amazing. Um, Hall, Mark Spears. L- yes, Lena Bloom. And um, so the hosts were, there's three hosts. Mm-hmm. One is the chef, mm-hmm. David Lawrence. Um, he has a restaurant in the Bay Area, but he's originally from the UK, and he's he's a little bit older. We I call him Uncle. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, Mark Spears, who is uh, at ESPN and Anscape. He's a he's a Hall of Fame sports writer, mm-hmm. and they conceived of this show. They pitched it. They got it sold, which is a miracle to me mm-hmm. in this landscape, absolutely. Uh, especially for a black show bringing together black folks to have black conversations that are, you know smart intellectual and not try like we- we're welcoming a new show to iheart and the DraftKings youtube channel it's called point game with john wall and cj teledano it's an insider's look at the nba and the coaches surrounding the league every week the five-time all-star and the number one pick in the 2010 nba draft john wall will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind the scenes stories from his time in the nba CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... 
in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. We're not sitting there trying to trash each other, which is usually what you see get sold. Mm -hmm. um, and then they brought me on. They wanted to have a woman's perspective at the table, someone who could help bridge the generations. And I immediately, I mean, once I understood the concept of the show, the spirit of the show, the intention of the show, I was like, sign me up. This is a dinner party I feel like anybody would want to be invited to. Mm -hmm. So it was an honor to be a part of it. How did you pick the people you wanted to have a conversation with? Because, you know, when you talk about curating the yeah. right people, even when you say, let's bring back the dinner party, I'm just not letting nobody in my house. Uh, Your energy got to be right. Your energy got to be right yeah. that's the part yeah. i think i think we all just kind of agreed we 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 all brought our list mm -hmm. and we all kind of thought we want to make sure every single table is um really intergenerational so that was a really important piece we wanted to make sure that it was co-ed so there was a nice mix of you know men and women and and that everyone was represented so mm -hmm. trans folks queer folks you know i think the the beauty of this show is that it showcases the spectrum of blackness Right. Like we we talk about what it means to be black and queer, black and trans to what it's like to we talk about the biracial experience and everything in between. We got, you know, old elders in the room. We got the young folks in the room. We got the millennials. And you, what you see is that which it just reminds you that 
blackness is not a monolith. Mm -hmm. We come from all different places all over the world with different perspectives. And it really, it it shapes our worldview. But when we break bread with each other, when we break down these conversations together, we realize how much more we have in common than than what divides us. Yeah. What's one conversation that stood out the most to you that, that you remember that's something that you was like, wow, this is going to spark a lot of conversation and interest when this episode's released or when people see this episode? Yeah. So two come to mind. One is a conversation with Brett Gray, who's this Gen Z actor, and um, he brought such incredible energy to the table and he got into a, a kind of a contentious conversation with the older gentlemen at the table who we we were calling them OGs. So David Lawrence, Mark Spears, um, they were talking about sort of how this older generation, we're talking about black manhood Mm -hmm. and, and toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. and how the older generation of black men in us, with the intention of trying to protect and, 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 guide the next generation of black men sometimes their way can crush the spirit of this this younger generation that aren't as oppressed that aren't as Mm -hmm. you know they aren't they aren't facing they're they're living in a completely different world all right we got more with elaine welteroth when we come back don't move it's the breakfast club good morning morning everybody it's dj nv charlamagne guy we are the breakfast club we're still here with miss elaine welteroth Charlemagne, and you know what else too? It's like uh, it's not even about what we what we uh, it's about what we learn, but what we got to unlearn as we get older. Because you know, I'll be the first to admit Absolutely. we were a whole generation that was raised wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hundred like, percent. We were raised wrong in a lot of ways. You know, so it's like yeah, it's about what you have to unlearn as, Absolutely. You, as you get older too. Yeah, and you know, I'm I'm a new mom. I just had a baby 17 months ago. Congratulations! Congrats. Thank Congrats. you. So I felt like I was there listening more than I talk on topics around parenthood um, I, you know Roxanne Shante came on and you know she was one of the sort of our elders and we respect mm-hmm. her and she was talking about um, you know parenting as a black mom especially a single black mom how parenting a young black man is different from parenting a young woman you, you, had, you had your child at home, right? I think I read that somewhere. I did. Okay, you had a yeah, I had a home. I had a home birth. Okay. With a with a midwife. Were you? Were, is it because of all the things that are going on in the hospitals and the way the black maternal death rate is? You just didn't trust it. It's also during the pandemic, COVID, right? Seventeen months ago, right? No, no, yeah, wasn't it? Nah, I mean, aren't we still in the pandemic? I don't know. I don't yes. know what stage we are. But <laughs> I mean, well, listen, I got married at home on my stoop during mm-hmm. the pandemic and I had my baby at home. I don't know what stage of the pandemic it was. But yes, it was because, you know, I went I went into pregnancy thinking that I was going to have a hospital birth just like, you know, my mother did and my grandmother did. Mm-hmm. That's the norm in our country. But and I, 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 I sort of knew about the maternal mortality crisis and the black maternal mortality crisis like in a peripheral sense like it's something that happens out there in the world um but maybe not as much here i i think i bought into this myth that it also you know tends to happen only in impoverished communities and so here i am as this you know in as as black women go in this country i am i have all the privileges you could have so I thought I wouldn't have a problem having my baby in the hospital, finding a great doctor, finding great care. And I was so shocked to learn how difficult it is to find a healthcare provider 
in our current medical system that makes you feel safe, mm. that makes you feel listened to, that makes you feel like, you know, they there's a compassionate person that's going to make sure mm-hmm. that you have the birth that you want. So I went through from doctor to doctor to doctor. And this is me. I am like, you know, I'm I'm pretty well connected. I got resources. I could go to the best of the best. And I had bad experience after mm. bad experience after bad experience. It was so incredibly humbling. And it it was the first time where I, I had to really confront the, the, the fear that I could very well become another statistic. Mm. And what I learned as I went through this journey is that this issue is so complex. It is uh, this crisis, this maternal mortality crisis that, you know, overly impacts uh, black women is very real. Unfortunately, the rates of deaths are actually surging. Mm -hmm. It's really scary. And I think when you talk about it with folks, I think people still have, there's this concept, this misconception that this isn't happening in this country, that this isn't happening to people who look like me or come from where I come from. You know, it's not happening to well-educated black women of means. It absolutely is. And, and, and as I've gotten deeper into this work and into the stats, I, I realized that black wealthy women are dying at higher rates than poor white women in mm. this country during and after childbirth. Mm. So when you understand like truly where where what the picture is how how prevalent this issue is in our country in the richest country in the world you start to think about what informs your your point of view on what a safe where a safe birth happens and 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 who's delivering your baby and and why these messages are what you believe mm-hmm. you know and so i thought you know i always thought like oh to be safe i should have I, you know i've heard of home births i've heard of midwives sounds beautiful god bless but to be safe, air quotes, I'm going to have my baby in a hospital. Mm-hmm. But is it truly safer to have your baby in a hospital when you're a black woman in America? You have to really, you have to unpack that. And Explain the process because um, we've, we've had... Uh, Latham, Latham, Latham Thomas. That's, Latham all, Thomas that's, my, that's me and my wife. Several doula. times. But Latham Thomas. Is your wife pregnant? Well, we, we, we had our last two. Latham was our doula for our last two. She what? Latham yeah. is incredible. Yeah. Latham Absolutely. is like also another unsung hero. Oh, man. Yeah, she's, she's been here several times. the best. So explain the process. Uh... I'm so glad you asked this because we need to reframe pain for birthing people. I too was so incredibly scared of not having access to an epidural. Like even when I found my midwife, I fell in love with her. I was like, I would love for you to birth my baby, but could we just have an epidural just in case? Could it just be there? And she's like, kind of like the whole thing. You can't have an epidural for a home birth. And that was the thing that made it, the, it was like the hardest part for me to overcome is like, what if I can't handle the pain? Correct. And I actually did not decide to have a home birth until 36, 36 or 37 weeks. It was like go time. Mm-hmm. And I still was like, you know, dating doctors and tiptoeing like that line. And ultimately I made the call because I was able to shift my mindset around pain and I did that with the support and the guidance of my midwife she talks about pain the pain of childbirth as purposeful as directional and she doesn't even use the word pain she used the word she uses the word waves mm. she uses the word words like intensity 
And she made it clear to me that your body has been preparing for this since the day you started your period. The, those cramps that you feel, that discomfort that you feel is the exact pain that you will feel as labor starts. So it's not an unfamiliar pain. Like I thought I was going to be like, like it's going to feel like knives the, in my. The way the movies look, make it seem right. The right. movies make it seem like it is. You're dying. Absolutely hor- horrifying. Like mm-hmm. the movies and everything we've ever seen about birth is all inspiring fear. None of it is inspiring self-trust. Right. And what a midwife does and what mid- my midwife did is completely, she gave my power back to me. I feel like we have been trained as a culture, conditioned as a culture to give our power away as women, as black women, as birthing people. We give our power away to these authorities in white lab coats that often undermine our intelligence, that often gaslight us, that that take advantage of the power that we give away. Um, We're not taught about our bodies. We're not taught about what we were built to do. We're not taught about how babies have been getting here since the beginning of time, which was not in a hospital, mm-hmm. right? We're not taught about how the OB, you know, obstetrics came about and that it was set up to as a business that prioritizes profit over patients. We're not taught this. Mm-hmm. Once you learn just how systemic and complex this issue is, you start to realize that like you need to there's a lot of unlearning that we have to do. Alright, we got more with Elaine Walteroff. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning everybody, it's DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still here with Miss Elaine Walteroff. So when you said data doctors, don't most people use their gynecologist to deliver their baby so it's somebody that they see that knows them that they trust or is that not true? No, absolutely. That's the ideal scenario, right? But Mm -hmm. you have to understand we were, first of all, in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. I just moved to a new state in a pandemic. I didn't have a general doctor. You know, I didn't have a regular physician, let alone an OBGYN. I hadn't gone to the doctor since the beginning of the pandemic. I'm generally healthy. um, And so I wasn't thinking about seeking out a doctor or an OBGYN until I got pregnant. Mm. So once I got pregnant, I thought, okay, how hard is it to find a good doctor? Can't be hard. I live in the Mecca of, you know, I live in, I live in LA. I did all the things you're supposed to do. I, I got referrals. Um, I checked, you know, I checked everyone at all these doctors out on Google. Um, I went in prepared with questions. And what I found is that I was met with resistance. I would Mm. say at best, it's like the most polite way. I was, I was met with resistance when I came in with questions, when I came in sort of informed Mm. and when I, had the audacity to, you know, ask what I thought were basic questions about how this would go to, and also just try to, when I tried to just form some sort of, you know, connection to this person, it was like, I was rushed the in and out girl. I was literally told <laughs> like a fast food service, like in a out, fast out, food yeah. service. I'm, I'm, I don't think people understand that when you, uh, when you are pregnant, you are in your most vulnerable state, mm-hmm. right? I didn't even know to expect that. And I was very emotional and I came in and I was rushed. People, These doctors would not look at me in my face. Mm. They just kind of tossed medication my way without even asking me. I mean, it was just, it was so inhumane. I had vials of blood, six vials of my blood taken on accident without apology. They tried to excuse it and act like it didn't happen. Like so many things happened. I was like, I now see how this happens. I just don't like how they don't allow you to film, right? You pay for a service. You're paying for that. It's not free. Right. You're paying for that. But they won't allow you to film your birth in most hospitals. And they say it's to protect them. 
So if they do something wrong, you can't protect yourself. I just never understood that. There's so much you can't do that I didn't know. You, in most cases, in many cases, I should say, you can't eat in the hospital once you're in labor. You have to have an IV in your system, which means you can't move around freely. That's right. You most of the time have to deliver on your back or in the bed, which let's just think about this for one moment. This is this completely changed my outlook on birth when one of my girlfriends was like, she had a home birth and she said, think about how gravity works. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. If you had to like push a bowling ball outside out of your body. You would stand up. A squat. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Does it make sense to lay on your back to push a bowling ball out of your body? Or does it make sense to be upright, to use gravity? When somebody said that, I was like, yo, that is the most basic thing. And how come we, why have we been trained to think that this is the only way birth should happen on your back with a doctor seated at the, that's for the doctor's convenience. And I'm not saying this in all cases. For some cases, you must be on your back. It's the safest thing. In some cases, you need medical interventions. In some cases, you need a C-section. Like, I am not anti-doctor and I'm not anti-hospital, but what I am is pro-woman and pro-baby. And I think that our needs and our desires and our wishes should be honored, you know? And I've had a doctor literally in the middle of asking questions stand up and walk out of the room and say you have exceeded your two to three question max and i've given you some grace but i need to go two to three question max i'm like i'm in my most vulnerable state and i am coming to you with legitimate questions with a polite attitude i'm friendly Mm -hmm. and you are just shutting me down and walking out on me and it just made me feel so small and even as some i think it's important for someone like me to talk openly about this because I I, I think that people would assume that someone this couldn't happen to someone like me mm-hmm. like no way you know I'm, I'm outspoken I'm a journalist I'm informed I'm confident but the experiences that I had with these doctors you guys broke me down wow it made me question myself it silenced it silenced me it made me I cried after every appointment mm. I started thinking something's maybe wrong with me like do I need to smile more what can I do to make myself seem worthy of good care mm. in the presence of these doctors? That is not the way it should be. I'm paying yeah, for this right. service. I'm paying into... So the whole medical industrial complex is poisoned and it, there's so much change that needs to happen. There's so much reform that we need on every level within the hospital system, within the insurance system, you know, at, a, at the legislative level. Um, we need to figure out how to create pipelines for more midwives more doulas we have to figure out how to create more access so that underserved communities can have access to midwives and doulas if that's what they need and by Mm -hmm. the way the other thing that i learned which made me feel energized around this topic because this topic is depressing to a lot of people Mm -hmm. and they kind of like lean back they're like oof i don't really want to talk about that that's i'm just going to hope for the best with my with my birth but I think we have to lean in to mm-hmm. this conversation. <clears throat> what helped me lean in was understanding that this is solvable. Like there are solutions. And there's a stat that was really staggering to me that basically if you have a midwife or a doula, 70% of these deaths could be prevented. Mm-hmm. 70% of these maternal health, black maternal health deaths could be prevented with the intervention of a midwife and a doula. That gives me hope. That's like, okay, well, if we if that's the way to solve this, let's figure out how we can create a pipeline of more midwives, more doulas. Let's figure out how we can create a system that's that's more of a hybrid model where doctors, doulas, 
and midwives can all coexist mm -hmm. peacefully, can work well together. Um, and so that's, I'm, as you can see, I'm just very fired up about mm -hmm. this particular issue because I just think there's nothing more important than keeping mothers alive to raise these children that we are bringing into the world, especially at a time like this where more women are being forced into motherhood before they're ready. If our government has the audacity to force women into parenthood before right. they are ready, right. we need to create systems that mm -hmm. will keep them alive to raise those children. It, it, it is as simple as that. So I hope next season, I'm bringing it back to the show, I hope next season this is something we can talk about Absolutely. and unpack. Oh, and definitely honest, a conversation. Yeah, feels, no, can I just tell you, so, this is the first time I had this conversation with two men. Oh, I, listen, I swear by doulas. You know, you do. oh, I swear I have I do. chills right now just, just just because of this experiences that me and my wife have had. The best thing about these conversations, you know, Charlemagne has four 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 daughters with his wife. I have six kids with mine, but more men want to know what's going on. Before it was one of those things you go to the hospital, tell us when we need to be there, but we want to be a part of it. We want to know what's what affects you, what makes you cry, what hurts, what your concerns are, because now situation we can do it together. Yes. It's not just you on your own and same thing with us and with the stuff that we go through. It's not yeah. just us on our own. And well, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your story. Watch the Conversation Project on Hulu right, right now. Elaine Walteroth, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. It's The Breakfast beautiful. Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Lauren LaRosa is here. Yo, yo, yo. And let's get to the rumors. <laughs> Lauren LaRosa. So I've been here for a little bit. I've been here for a minute. Move out the way. Move out the way. Tell Tell the rumor report. I think a lot of people will recognize the voice and the name. On the Breakfast Club. Lauren came in hot. You know, Didn't she, I, right? I came in telling the truth. So Remy Ma and Papoose have been trending uh, for some weeks now, actually for the last few months. So there are, have been rumors circulating that Remy Ma cheated uh, allegedly on Papoose with another battle rapper named Easy the Black Captain. So there have been like photos released of them like out sitting down they're not like intimate or anything like that any of the photos or the videos um it was also rumored that papoose actually fought uh the battle rapper back in june because he just got a little bit too comfortable with remy where does this stuff come from where did these rumors like this come from i'm about to break it all down mm -hmm. so I, I think those photos those videos all that stuff but then there is a video that's going around right now um of easy the block captain and geechee Gotti, who are two battle rappers getting into it on stage and they bring up the rumors so let's listen to that we done had six chrome events. Papoose was at all of them. How come he ain't at this one? Why we ain't in New York? Because the last time there, your husband punched on him. So you actually brung it to where he more comfortable at. So if he did decide to show up, this weirdo could have the ups on him. I hope she wouldn't do that because I love her too much. But it just look away. You didn't hear where this more comfortable. So if he do show up, he could have the ups on him. Man, you foul for real. I hope that awkwardness in your home, your child don't feel. How can you protect the that showed he couldn't protect you? It's wild for real. This is a chump. You know he ain't got the heart, fool. When you ain't got hands, ain't even a smart move. But if I was him, I would have been like Verb and Hitman, and you would have been the one I talked to. Like, I don't give a f We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. 
Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. If you this just tell him stop spewing the business. If found out you was the help, that could really ruin your image. We talking Barack and Michelle, Pap and Rim. That's us. Y'all the poster child symbol for black love. What the hell is happening here? So basically, I mean, you know, in the battle rap arena, they use what's going on in the real world. So these reports have been circulating because there was a photo release of them sitting down at a restaurant, Remy, um, and the easy to block captain guy. And then that report of the whole fight thing happened. Now, people have been running with this because y'all know Remy Ma, Papoose, their relationship, we don't play about them. So people have been really running with this. It's literally been trending all week long like crazy. Remy finally addressed it. How you feeling? I'm good. I feel good. <laughs> I was, at the end, I was like, hold on, hold on. You don't want me to go and do a little spin back then. This thought he was up there talking to smack then. I started out in battle rap. 
Actually, fire off the top of that. <laughs> now we gotta address the elephant in the room. Like Geechee went crazy, and, you know the whole. Can we even talk about the whole easy to pat poops now that he don't talk as much as they talked on the stage? His third was the blogs for the past three four months. The blog, okay. That's that's what it sounds like. To me. But he was. I, I don't know if you uh, how comfortable or uncomfortable you were with him standing there just saying I'm all of this to you. Listen, it's battle rap. And I love how Remy handled that, and I tell you why, because uh, Remy understands nobody cares about the truth when the lie is more entertaining. Right. So at this point, it doesn't matter what the actual truth is. If the internet says it, that's what the internet is going to believe. So, you know, Remy, even if she says, you know, knock it's it not off, true. it's not true. Yeah. They don't want to hear that. Y'all, <laughs> when I say Twitter going up. Yeah. I, and also, shout to, I think it's what, his 15 seconds of, of fame, the, the guy that did that, the, the interview, he was the one that uh, reported a lot of that stuff, right? When he mm -hmm. had a lot of that footage. I'm I love salute sure. to him. I don't know. I've I, I seen it because I was watching it. But I will say this. i just seen it. Like I said, we don't know. Like, we don't know what's going on in their relationship. Like you said, who cares? A lot of people don't care about the truth and the lies more entertaining. But I just seen him, what, a week ago, two weeks ago at the White House together. I don't believe this stuff. Mm. I don't believe it. I, I don't want to. I don't even want to discuss it. But Twitter is going up. You definitely want to discuss it. You got it on your laptop. No, I'm not. No, actually, I'm preparing no, for my next story. Oh. The only reason that we have to talk about it is because the world is talking about it. It's our job. The world ain't talking but about I, it. YouTube. It's tr about it. You're not on Twitter. That's true. So you don't know. <laughs> you're not on Twitter. That's facts. That's factual. Because they are trending on yeah, Black Twitter yeah. and on Twitter worldwide. But yeah, I will, I will right. say I do, I do love Rem. You know, Rem is like a sister up here, and and I do love Pap. So whatever's going on, I hope everything is okay. That's that's what I hear because we love Black Love. And I like that her like the whole battle rap scene, everything that Remy is doing right now. People are saying that this is just for clout. I also don't think they need to do this for clout. But I like the fact that now people are having a conversation about what Remy is doing in the battle rap world because of this. People are starting to watch. People it talking about Chrome Twenty Three. Yes. Right. Yeah. They 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 want to. They want to know like what's going on. What is this like? Those were some slick bars, you know what I'm saying? I yeah, just don't was. think Remy deserved that. Now imagine what they would write for. She Jenny was Ma. standing in the middle of the of it too. <laughs> Stupid. Imagine what they would write for Jenny Model. Did yeah. you see? Uh, you didn't see Black Twitter when that happened. The day that all that happened. What happened? I'm not saying all that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. He, he turned it to. <laughs> no, you see that? What happened, girl? What happened, girl? Here, no. What happened? Can you give him the fan? Yeah, I, he got <laughs> his own fan over there. Just over here listening. And what people didn't talk about is Remy Ma's evolution. Right. Old, old Remy Ma I thought she was going to hit him She'd still be swinging I don't think Remy would have swung in that situation You are effing crazy I'll tell you why cause Remy This is evolution yeah, but, for Remy well, Number one Remy, Remy that's, that's her thing right That's her and Pap's thing Chrome 23 But she understands battle rap In right. battle rap don't you matter. say anything Don't matter Old, yeah. Remy, old, old Remy would have been slapping still uh, people today I don't think she would have Not in the battle rap situation Old Remy Ma would have looked like Jocelyn Hernandez in that Not in, that in the battle rap situation I disagree with that Not in the battle rap situation Because she understands battle rap And she understands in battle rap They say Yo in battle rap They be like I blow your mama's head off I kill your daddy I stick my foot in your grandma's ass Yo like, you take it to my grandma's ass We got a problem yeah, wait, what's Yo, what? Yo, Why'd you go there Like why like, like, why'd you that go was there? a bit But that's the grandma's ass They say in battle okay. rap right. I wipe my ass with your kid Then throw your kid in the trash Then I tell your granddaddy Kiss my ass I'm not like, taking you anywhere I'm not taking you to no battle raps Cause I'm not fighting for you Yeah, yeah like you go okay. to Okay we, we, we gonna move on We gonna move on So 
Tory Lanez, you guys know Tory Lanez uh, sentenced to 10 years. So he has now been moved to the prison where he will serve out his sentence uh, for the next 10 years. It's North Kern State Prison in Delano, California. They house about like 4,000 inmates and reports are stating right now that this is not going to be no walk in the park. I mean, I didn't think it was going to be, prison. but exactly. But basically they're saying this because there have been a few recent killings there. So Jeez. there was a convicted serial killer who recently uh, killed or allegedly killed his cellmate not too long ago there was also another killing uh on july 4th where a guy was found dead in his cell i'm sure Tory um, in pc though if he well, they wouldn't have tory in general population he I, might want to be in general population because yeah, he was only out an hour a week or something like that so i have no clue i have no clue whatsoever i just want to know how tory got the brazilian wet and wavy human hand let Girl, me show y'all the evolution up, of the I'm brazilian wet and wavy okay he got the, he got we, the bundle stuck in already yeah listen his hair is so full right Come now on, man this is the fullest i've ever seen his hairline like when you get the hair transplant surgery can you choose the greater hair you want oh my goodness because i know brazilian wet and wavy when i see it all right he only got an inch or two but come on this now. is getting cambodian come on now all right well that is your rumor report you guys are crazy. Charlamagne, we giving that doggy too, man. Before after the hour, I need Kenneth Petty to come to the front of the congregation. Uh, this is a teachable moment for all street niggas out there. Let's discuss. All right. We'll get to it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. Get these donkeys, donkeys, that's pretty funny. Where's Charlamagne the devil? Possible. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Yes. Donkey of the day for Thursday, September 21st goes to Kenneth Petty. Uh, Kenneth Petty is the husband of the icon known as Nicki Minaj. But this is not about Nicki, y'all. This is us. This is about us. Okay, as black men. And it's about us not wanting to let the childish ways of the streets go. Y'all do know, right? Being a street nigga is not an actual occupation. There is not one single benefit you receive by being a street nigga, okay? There's no 401k, you don't get no health insurance. I have never in my life seen anyone be able to buy a house or any form of property because of street cred. But for some reason, we just continue to see so many people, so many men who have the opportunity and the access to do other things crash out because they still want to be in the street. Now, if you haven't heard, if you wasn't listening to Rumor Report all week and paying attention to the blogs and the news, and you probably missed Kenneth Petty incriminating himself by making threatening remarks to a specific individual, that individual being the rapper known as Offset, also known as Husband of Cardi B. Now, we're going to play this ignorant-ass video clip that went viral this week. In the video, you see Kenneth Petty and his gang outside of a New York hotel, allegedly where Offset was residing, but I don't see how Offset was in this hotel when millions of people were watching him live streaming with uh, Kai Sinat. That's how you pronounce his name, Kai Sinat, right? Sounds right. Yeah, salute, so. salute to Kai Sinat. Uh, I like that young man. But Offset and Kai had a sleepover in Atlanta. They were live streaming for 24 hours straight. They was having a grand old time smoking weed. I saw Offset making grilled cheese sandwiches. I think I think he was making grilled cheese. They was dancing, listening to music. They was doing what we all should be doing, and that's experiencing joy. Having a good time, being happy. Meanwhile, Kenneth Petty and his crew were doing the total opposite of that. I refuse to believe that standing outside of a hotel in the middle of New York City, mean mugging a camera, sending death threats, makes you guys happy. In fact, I actually think you have to be pretty miserable to even project that kind of behavior, but let's listen to the video. Big Queens Sturdy nigga, what's poppin'? What's poppin'? Yeah. Money, man, what's up? Yeah. What the yeah. at, man? Yeah. Huh? You don't know yeah. They said you don't yeah. know Let's play. What's up? We'll yeah. meet you there. Right, let's, they wanted to come at oh, me at man. the real maze, man. 
ain't even, we ain't even do nothing to nobody, man. Man, what's poppin', man? Yo, where you at? We here. Guess what race it is? Well, it's not fair. We know. Niggas. Yeah. Niggas. Bonnet black. I was born in 1978. I remember a time when if you were doing dirt, it was a cardinal sin to speak on the phone about said dirt. That was a complete and utter no-no. Kenneth, I know you know this because we the same age, 45. 45, Magnum, Colt, Trump, whatever, 45. So I know you know better. Maybe you don't because nowadays these individuals have let the internet make them forget street rules. Because if you were still moving by the rules of the street, there would be no way in hell that you would be on the FBI's internet recording yourself in 4K threatening to kill someone. You told that man to plan his funeral on the FBI's internet and you thought there wouldn't be any consequences and repercussions. Do you know how many people probably sent that video to law enforcement? Why? Because you're high profile. You're Nicki Minaj's husband. And that's one thing I want to say. Even if you don't respect yourself, respect your queen, respect who she is. You may not care about how this video impacts you, but you should care about how it impacts her. But maybe none of y'all care, professionally or personally. I just know as a husband and father, our job is to protect and provide. We can't do either. One of those things, if we tricking ourselves off the street, because that's what this is. When you got on video and you incriminate yourself in this way, you tricking yourself off the street. I don't want to hear none of y'all street dudes talk about how much y'all hate snitching because as soon as you or one of your partners pulls out these smartphones and decides to go live and record yourself saying these type of things and doing dirt, you have become an informant and you're telling on yourself. And that's exactly what happened because Kenneth Petty has been sentenced to 120 days of home detention after violating the terms of his probation because of that video. I got that right, right, Lauren? Up to 120 days. Up to 120 days. Okay. Well, whatever it is, Kenneth Petty, you've earned every bit of this. Simply because you cannot let the childish, destructive ways of the street go. First Corinthians 13, 11 says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. My brothers, I cannot believe I'm saying this at 45 years old, but there's so many of us who have not left the childish ways of the streets alone. And I would love to know, what do y'all know that I don't? Okay, the streets have never done anything but led people to two places, jail or the mortuary. And my father always told me that if you don't change your lifestyle, you're going to end up in jail, dead, or broke sitting under the tree. Let's update my father's words in 2023. If you don't change your lifestyle, you're going to end up in jail, dead, or broke on somebody's social media page recording yourself committing crimes. And that recording of you committing crimes will lead you to be in somebody's prison. Kenneth, you was already on probation. What part of law enforcement has social media to do you not understand? I said this earlier and I'm serious. You know how they used to do ride-alongs with cops? Yep. I want to do a sit-along with police officers and I want to sit and observe them observing this kind of stuff on social media. There has to be old detectives who can't believe that there are actually individuals doing their jobs for them. Smartphones in the hands of dumb niggas make law enforcement's jobs so easy and I know they be laughing their ass off at our stupidity. I want to see it. I want to see old officers telling young officers how easy they got it and they don't even have to do any real detective work because that is what I know is happening and we have nobody to blame but ourselves. Mm. I can't believe I have to say this, but for the record, the streets are corny. The streets are lame. We have years and years of data and evidence that shows us that acting, like how Kenneth Petty is still acting at 45, will do nothing but lead us to jail or death. Who wants that? Kenneth, you are in a privileged position. You married a very successful woman. You have access to resources that nobody you came up with probably got. Okay, the only op you should know at 45 is opportunity. Okay, you and your family have the opportunity to break every single generational curse that has ever existed in your bloodline. 
You have the opportunity to actually show the hood a different way. If you can get dudes to stand out in the middle of New York with you looking for an op, then you can take those same dudes and create some type of business that provides them an opportunity to not make the same mistakes that you have made in your life. Okay, my brothers, I don't know how many ways to tell you there is nothing to be gained from the streets. There is nothing to be gained from being hard, being tough. And when you know better, you do better. And we all have to know better because we have too many examples that show us where those streets lead. So I'll leave you with this, Kenneth. And not just Kenneth, all you street dudes. Smart people learn from their own mistakes. Wise people learn from the mistakes of others. Dumb niggas never learn at all. Which one do you choose to be? Let's all do better, black men, because I'm tired of this. Please let Remy Ma give Kenneth Petty the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? All right. Mm. Ooh. Did I say nigga too much? Yep. No. I don't, you did? Come on. Uh, one, one or two was good, but he did like seven, eight. Tell BET peace, and then we'll balance it up. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> BET, we'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace. <laughs> How you want to balance this out? Talk about white people. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. So what you want to do? I thought you had something over there. I, I mean, no, we did, but you you we, talk. We, 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 we want to go white or relationship? Where you want to go? go relationship. Don't worry okay. about me. Don't worry about relationship. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Mommy tell you about uh, the love the love plane. I don't want to know nothing about no love plane. I'll tell you about that later. <laughs> I'll cool tell you about that. that. Me, and Lauren, cool. me, me and Lauren, we talk about that. I'm cool. We think it'll be a great thing. I don't know what y'all talking about. Y'all going about. to Vegas? Buzzman's. This weekend. Buzzman's? But what do we call? What do you call this? Guzman's. Uh, Guzman's. Uh, I call it Buzzman's. First of all, dude, like, you better not. That's like forgetting your anniversary. You're right. You're right. You're right. Bromance. Don't worry about it. I'll tell you about it later. No. Love plane. Just, cool. just keep that in your mind. Love no, plane. No. All right. Now, let's talk about Love is Blind. Yes. Uh, so... Two Love is Blind stars um, are now separated, and this is insane. So, Jackie Bonds and Josh Demas separated. Uh, Jackie posted this story and basically said in the video that she was asked by Josh to not speak to a certain ex. She didn't understand why that was necessary. Like, we're together, we're in love, we're making plans for our future. What you got to be talking to your ex about? Y'all got kids together? Listen, I don't know. She didn't go into detail about what the conversation was about, but she did say that Josh had asked her to not speak to this ex. If y'all ain't got and no because kids, if y'all ain't got no business, what y'all talking about? But let's let's open up the be, phone lines. Let's because we yeah, gotta because go and explain she it. decided to do it and he broke up with her and she said she begged for him to come back and everything and they yes. were making plans for the future together. So 800-585-1051 is talking to your ex disrespectful in your okay. relationship. Should you talk about it? And if you do, does that mean terms of breakup? Let's discuss. I need to hear more about this king when we come back. All right, we'll talk about it. <laughs> 800-585-1051. Let's discuss. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Lauren LaRosa is our guest host today. And we were talking Love is Blind. Now, what were we discussing? So, we are talking about the fact that um, two Love is Blind stars recently broke up. Jackie Bonds and Josh Demas. Um, I don't know if I'm saying his last name right, but they broke up because Jackie went and had a sit-down conversation. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. 
Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Conversation with Josh's ex-fiance. About what? Uh, her name is Monica Rodriguez, and on the show, basically, they had a really bad like breakup. Like they were supposed to get married, it didn't happen. It was mm-hmm. just, it was just not good. Now, she wanted to sit down with her to talk about it, and of course, he felt uncomfortable about that, and he told her not to do it. She did it anyway, so he said, "I'm good." You know what's interesting? That's actually not a bad idea in for relationships. Her. Yeah, because it's like it's like a reference, right? Like if you're about to hire somebody for a job, you're gonna go talk to their previous employer. I mean, yeah, that was but good. to see what didn't work. How what was wrong? Yeah. Did he cheat? Did he yeah. smell? Did he, what, like what's the problem? What's the situation the only, the only, for her? The only but for him, it's foul. No, I feel like because you're different and you're different with different people. Like That's what true. happened in their relationship and their engagement and why it didn't go forward might not happen in this one. So it's kind of like now. 
you got these preconceived like notions of like what may or may not happen but, because of what are right, like what I went through in the past. When if I'm you're dealing right? with me, she don't owe you anything. But and think about this: say you're dating somebody and you got a chance to talk to his ex, and you found out that he was a, a, a cheater or a scammer. I wouldn't want to or an abuser. I wouldn't want to. You know why? Because now I'm going into that relationship like, well, he cheated on the last one, he abused the last but one, maybe, he this, but maybe he that's that, something he, you can look at and you don't have to deal with your hurt and the, and the thing that he's gonna you put can you pick through. up on certain red flags without having to know anything about an ex. That's why, honestly, like when people go and move to different states and go to college and meet people that's not where from where they're from, they enjoy it because you have no ties to any of the baggage. I get before. you. Like, like if why I had would a, you want that? If you happy, be happy. If I had an opportunity to talk to Charlamagne's previous employer, right, and and he would tell me that he's been fired and stuff. He's been he flirts with with his other coworkers. That's never happened. Uh, that you know he likes to hug him from the back. That's if never I happened. I would have known that before. I don't know if I'd work with him. First of all, that's never happened. Envy is projecting. Envy is talking <laughs> about the things that he likes to do with me. Okay, that's never happened. Lies. But what I will say about this situation, all I really do here is a king who set a boundary, right? Yeah. This woman didn't respect his boundary, and since she couldn't respect his boundary, he bounced. And my therapist would tell me to do the same thing to people: if you set a boundary and that person does not want to respect your boundary, you leave. My boundary is I don't want you talking to my ex. I just hope respect he wasn't that. hiding something, that, and that's why he don't want her uh, talking to the ex. Or but. he could he could know. And doesn't want to badmouth the ex He could know maybe the ex is bitter Yeah but that's maybe. what I'm saying too yeah. On the other side of it That's how I'm looking at it Like I wouldn't want to go talk to your ex Because if it didn't work out with y'all And it's not 100% plat- like a, a good vibe That's just going to put a bad taste in my mouth That's real I don't want that I want the reposado and all the red flags in the beginning Jesus Christ I, If you happy be happy Lauren loves reposado That's I see yeah, She said it three what times What you drinking? What was it? Lobos Lobos Yeah shout yes. out to the Lobos team Alright Lobos That's LeBron's right? Mm-hmm. Yes So what's the question we're asking? If you had an ex And you said to your new person I don't want you communicating with that ex That ex has reached out Wanted to sit down Have a conversation Clear the air Especially if there's no kids involved Mm -hmm. Would you allow your new significant other To sit down with your ex? That is the question We're going to take some calls When we come back Now that we cleared it up 800-585-1051 Call us up right now It's The Breakfast Club Come on Call me Opinion to the breakfast club top. Come on, 800 585 1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne, the guy we are. The breakfast club, Lauren LaRosa is here. And if you're just joining us, we're talking about Love is Blind. What happened with Love is Blind? Let's break it down. So, Love is Blind, um, there is a couple. So, there's Jackie and there's Josh. And they recently broke up because Jackie decided that she wanted to go and have a conversation with Josh's ex fiance, who he was going to marry on the show. But didn't air it. It didn't happen, of course, because he ended up with Jackie. And he asked her not to. She decided mm. to go and do it anyway. And he said, nope, I'm good. So the question is 800-585-1051. How would you feel if your girl talked to your ex? That's the question that we're asking. We have somebody on line six that actually watches the show. Courtney, you watch the show, Courtney? I do. And what's your thoughts, Courtney? Um, I believe that Jackie should have left Joshua from alone, alone from the beginning because he was a hot mess during the pod you know, part of their show. Mm-hmm. He um, was very childish, and I believe the ex that she's referring to is his ex, who was actually her friend at one point. On the reunion, I, if it's the same girl that they're talking about, I think she was trying to tell her, like, girl, I don't even know why you bothered. He's childish, and I agree. It's she, Monica. I she should have accepted the proposal. Monica? Okay. 
Yeah, I don't think she should have accepted the proposal from the original person she did, but she shouldn't have tried to get into a relationship with old boy. Okay. Mm. Hello, who's this? Hey, how you doing? This is Pedro. Hey, what's up, Pedro? Pedro! Talk to us. Why you say Pedro like that? Hey, what up, what up, what up? What's well, up I'm in New it? York in the house. How you know your essay? You might, Pedro sound like you a black name. Horrible. Pedro, you black? Nah, I'm Puerto Rican and Trinidadian. Duh. Well, Trinidadian. All right, Pedro, come on. What's your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts right now, let's see. I've been married for 14 years, you know, and um, the thing that I could say, you know, I would never let my wife, you know, speak to her ex, you know. Um, I have custody of my first son now, you know, he's 19, and I don't even speak to his mother, you know, because I feel that it's disrespectful, you know. Um... You, you know, know you know well, I guess y'all, y'all talking about he's over 18 so I guess y'all don't really got to communicate like y'all probably did right no nah, well we didn't communicate when he was young either you know I felt disrespectful you know mm. if I'm talking to her about certain things that I'm not talking to my wife about you know that's wrong you know I just feel that is wrong you know especially if you're having a dinner you know private dinner and all that talking about things you know but, and but if you what? don't respect what I'm saying about you know not talking to him that means that you don't respect our marriage or our relationship so you raising your son now with your new wife right what if his mom yeah reached out and said hey I want to sit down and have a conversation with her because I just want to I don't know just figure out where she's coming from and how she's raising my son or just anything would you allow them to to sit down oh yeah of course you know what I'm saying but it has to be a type of communication between both of us not just me you know my wife is part of me so that's my circle so if you want part of me you gotta have the whole circle too all I hear is people having grown people having conversations grown people setting boundaries you either respect people's boundaries or you don't yeah, you know what in, I'm in that situation, here? I don't, I don't have a problem with the baby. I don't have a problem talking about the baby, but our relationship, because like you said, if you talk to my ex, my ex might be lying. My ex might still want me back. My ex might be putting things in your mind that's going to hurt our relationship and not actually help. So I, I would have a problem with that. See, I felt like that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But and I don't watch Love Is Blind, but mm. I know that this is a big couple from the show because when she when um, Jackie did the TikTok video, it was, I saw the reports everywhere. Mm-hmm. What is giving to me is like Monica reached out on some like girl. Forget what we went through. I just really want you. I don't want to see you go through that. And mm. there might be some stuff that he might need to get it get together. And he don't want that. He he wants her to be able to just you know it's all butterflies and lies in the beginning. He wants to keep it there. Oh, so they was cool. The two girls. So I I don't watch the show. That's oh. what the caller said. I don't know, but it just seems like if the, I I know I do know from what I read that they're like whatever happened and the reason why they didn't get married it was a little bit messy, right? Mm-hmm. So if that is the case, and then they sit down, maybe it's not bitterness. What if she's just like Yo, I'm trying to pull homegirl up? Like I want to mm-hmm. whatever. I still don't know if I would go down and ha- go and have that sit down because if I made my decision, especially if we're all on the same show or I've seen it, I know what I'm walking into. Right. All right. Well, what's the moral of this story? If there's a moral. Mm. Put people on the block list. Jesus then they Christ. can't call you. You can't have a conversation with somebody they block. By the way, that's a boundary. Right. So what if that if that person gets another phone and calls you after they know you blocked them, if you they're violating a, your boundaries. That is a crazy ex. If she writes you on Cash App to sit down and talk to you about your man after she didn't block you, I probably would have that conversation because something going on if she had to go all the way to Cash yeah, App. Yeah, she got to tell me something. Yeah, I want to hear I, I, I want to hear that. But that's a crazy ex. There's a body in the basement somewhere. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about in the rumors? So coming up next in the rumors, we are going to be talking about Tim's and why the internet thinks she's pregnant by future. Okay. What? All right. We'll get to that next. It's the <laughs> Breakfast Club. Good morning. Where's my list? The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Lauren LaRosa is here. Yes. And let's get to the rumors. Lauren LaRosa. So I've been here for a little bit. I've been here for a little bit. Move out the way. 
So we're kicking off this uh, set of rumors with a Brown Girl Grinding exclusive. So we dropped the podcast, Brown Girl Grinding with Lauren LaRosa. You can get it everywhere. iHeart, Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But I sat down with uh, Stephanie Donovan. She is the VP of Branded Content and Video at Essence. So Essence Magazine has a series on own. It's called um, the, the Time of Essence. This series is so fire, y'all. Like, it takes you from the 70s to today, and it breaks each ep- uh, episode of the series down into, like, different decades. Mm-hmm. And there's people from that decade that help shape the magazine and create it. And they just talk about, like, all of the history and, like, just how Essence and, like, black media was, like, just thriving and just doing all this stuff. They talked about uh, the, the Vanessa Williams time when they stood behind her with the cover. Mm-hmm. Just all these things. And I'm like... To hear all of this and know that people don't regard Essence in the way they should, it breaks my heart a little bit. I feel like the time's changing a little bit. But I asked Stephanie, hey, after watching this series, I feel like I, I need to correct people a, a little bit about Essence magazines and the Ebony's and everything that you guys, how y'all held us down. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have a shade room. We wouldn't have a Hollywood Unlocked. We wouldn't have a lot of this media, right? But do you feel like, because celebrities drive the culture, mm-hmm. we're in the shade room comments because the celebrities are there, things like that. Essence doesn't really get a lot of love from a lot of the celebrities. It's changing, but it's not as big as it should be. Do you feel like I feel? Do you agree with that? So this is what Stephanie said. Tanya Michael. It's twofold, right? I know that there is an outcry, especially when we're covering red carpets, right? There was a whole movement that Jason Lee started from Hollywood Unlocked of like people are black celebrities not prioritizing Essence or black owned media when they're on the red carpets and they're like beelining to uh, People Magazine or the other magazines because of the reach that they might have where these are the outlets that were supporting them whether they were hot or not. Um, so that's one side of it. But then there's also the side when we made the call to action for celebrities to come to the table to tell this story, there was no shortage of people that jumped at it. Like we have Holly Berry, we have Cheryl Lee Ralph, we have Oprah, we have Whoopi, like just Sonny Hostin, such great names that came out and jumped at the chance to help tell the story and the legacy of this. Um, I think Essence and well, first of all, salute to Essence, Ebony, and Jet. Drop on the clues bombs for all three of them. Yeah, yeah, Please. yeah. Absolutely right. They paved the way for everything Definitely. that we see now. But I think they're known for being print publications, and I think that they may have still been holding on to being print publications when the digital publications was rising. And right. I think a lot of these digital platforms just became what people go to now. That's all. So it's like Essence and Ebony and Jet. If they're still, they're trying to get in the digital game now. They're trying to catch up. You know, I'm not. But the reason why I ask that is like, so before I told you guys about this series, had you heard Mm -hmm. about it? No. No. When I say it is so good, like I, everybody needs to go watch this. It will change your mind about the power that media has, that Mm -hmm. we have. Like, I I just was like, why don't more people know about this? Why are they talking about it? I think that's what's supposed to be happening, right? Like you, you, you need the platforms of today to pay homage to the platforms that came before them. Like, you know, like the essences, the Ebony's, the Jets. You got to do documentaries and stuff on these publications to let folks know what was but you but you said it right it's is times have changed right so a lot of people go to news in different places like you know a lot of younger individuals don't know what essence is or don't know what jet magazine is or ebony magazine is because they go online and they follow the shade rooms the baller mm-hmm. alerts the right. hollywood unlocks and that's their publication same thing with uh the older generation like my mom and dad uh is just getting into netflix the last couple of years but what was their thing <laughs> blockbuster because yeah. that's what they were on you know so right 
Well, Shit. yeah, make sure you guys go check out that. But I would love to see that. It is called The Time of Essence on OWN. Um, you can watch all the episodes. You can binge watch it if you want to hear our interview. Go and subscribe and download and rate the podcast, Bronco Grinding with Lauren LaRosa. The visual of that interview will be dropping later today, but make sure you go check out the audio right yeah, I, now. I can't think of too many print publications that transition to digital and then people started following digital. I can think of one. What's that? What? I don't want to say it because they're not black, but I can't. <laughs> Oh, well, if like, they're not black, it don't count. We talk about black. Because oh, even like Source Magazine, care. like like Source Magazine is not one that went. That, I think that, that, People that, Magazine did a good job. People Magazine did did a good job. Transition digital. Double XL did, uh, did pretty good too with the Double XL. Double XL did an cover. amazing they job. They did good. Double XL did good because if you think about uh, Source, all hip hop, like some of the other hip hop related hip hop DX. Source didn't do that well. No, they didn't. No. Double XL does a really good job of still trending. Yeah, but like they kind of to me they fall in that like era of like you might not know them if you're not from a certain time mm-hmm. or like certain you know what I mean like no you don't just know of them unless you are reading certain things or care about certain things or from a certain generation that cared about them. You're right, and I'll tell you another thing: a lot of those dot coms, you know, making the transition to the social media pages because most of that stuff is Instagram now. Right, Correct. we you know were just talking about social takes over. So speaking of speaking of social media, mm-hmm. right now there is a rumor. That is going around that Tim's is allegedly pregnant by future. This all started from TikTok, y'all. There is no, like, I'm seeing no confirmed reports, anything like that. This started from a TikTok video and fans just went wild with it, which is insane to me. <laughs> and, this but, is, and this is why the Essences and the Ebony's and the Jets and all the other print publications, the peoples can't keep up. No, they can't keep up. Because <laughs> by the time they print that story, it's, we're on to another story. They're probably not going to print it because it's not real, but TikTok well, don't care too. and social media don't care. They That's true too. Throw anything out. I want to know though, like, why do women just get like, Hit it with these men, like not not no shade the future, but it's like, why? Like, how did that even come about? Just because they did a song together? No clue. You told me that's what you wanted. You told me you wanted to be p- paired with somebody. I didn't tell you I want to yes, be paired with somebody. You told me you wanted See, to be paired with somebody. See, that's that's the problem with men in the world and and women, especially black women. Y'all want to. Y'all want to figure things out. Let us you figure it out. You told me that, I Lord. didn't tell you, you that. You said I want to be seen with somebody, and I wanted to be Who a you be seen with? He is lying. I did not with? say that. That I did not you say, didn't that. say that. How y'all know I don't got something going on and y'all messing it up right oh, now? I'm sorry, homie. No, I, I, really, I, really, I really, I really, don't. Y'all you don't, can, know, you don't listen. Know. Don't, y'all got know. somebody outside the radio station. I need to go out there and pose with. That's exactly what she said to me earlier. That's what she said. No, he. I did not say that. <laughs> and if I did, I would have stood on it right now because. <laughs> Run it up, if so. But I didn't say that. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Up next is the People's Choice Mix. Lauren LaRosa here at The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Lauren LaRosa is here. Now, don't forget, this weekend is the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Yes, it is. I have a question. You know, usually every year when they do the iHeartRadio Music Festival, they have an outdoor event, and then they have the indoor event. Are they doing an outdoor event this year? I don't know nothing about the outdoor. Too hot for an outdoor. <laughs> I don't know nothing about no outdoor in Vegas. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know nothing about that. Uh, Lauren, what yes. you doing this weekend? So, I am going to be hanging out in Delaware at HBCU Weekend, hey. Wilmington, Delaware, which I want everybody, you don't have to be from Wilmington, Delaware to support it. Come on down, get some tickets. Shout out to HBCU Week on Instagram. You can check out all the events there. They have a live conversation with Ben Crump happening in a day, a comedy show on Friday. But they raised so much money to send inner city students to college on full ride, full ride scholarship. Shout out to Ashley Christopher's and uh, Christopher in the mayor's office of Delaware. That's something that I support wholeheartedly. And I'll be podcasting. Um, check out Bronco Grinder with Lauren Rosa, the podcast. Word. Everywhere you get your podcast from. 
And listen, I, I want to salute uh, Jess Hilarious, man. Jess will be in Cleveland, Ohio this Friday and Saturday at the Cleveland Improv. She got two shows each night. So go to clevelandimprov.com um, to go check out Jess Hilarious this weekend mm-hmm. in Cleveland, okay? She'll be there Friday and Saturday night at the Cleveland Improv. Two shows each night. Go to clevelandimprov.com to get your tickets. What up, Jess? All right, now when we come back, we got the positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time to get up out of here. Charlamagne, you got a positive note? I, yes, before we get into positive note, two things. Make sure you go to mentalwealthexpo.com and uh, get more information on my third annual Mental Wealth Expo, which is happening October 7th at the Marriott Marquis in Times Square. It is my third annual Mental Wealth, Wealth Expo. It is a free event. It's from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. I bring together some of the best therapists and psychiatrists and mental health advocates and mental health experts uh, just for a day of mental health education and healing. You know what I mean? So... Anybody looking to get started on their healing journey, October 7th, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., Marriott Marquis, Times Square. Free event. Go to mentalwealthexpo.com for more information on that. And I got to salute Just Hilarious. Make sure Cleveland, Ohio, we are on in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, go check her out this Friday and Saturday at the Cleveland Improv. We got two shows each night at theclevelandimprov.com, okay? Just Hilarious will be in Cleveland, Ohio this Friday and Saturday at the Cleveland Improv. Two shows each night. Go to clevelandimprov.com for more info on that. Now, the positive note is this. And this positive note will bring you so much peace of mind for people out there who like to protect their peace and protect their energy. I want you to start telling people, as long as that makes sense to you, when they say stuff that don't make sense to you. (laughs) Just simply say, as long as that makes sense to you, when they say stuff that don't make sense to you, I promise you, you'll you'll protect your peace in a real way. Have a great day. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.